Hi, everyone. This is Aisha and Julia. Welcome to Meet Me at the Bookstore, a podcast dedicated to all things bookish. And we are here with an esteemed guest. Truly, truly, truly esteemed. <laughs> um, do we? How do we want to do this? Hi, I'm Danielle. Yeah. And then let's go straight into it. Today we have our friend Danielle as our first guest, actually joining us in this episode on the reread of Twilight, and will hopefully provide us a very. God, that car is loud. Yeah, that car. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I can hear. It. People are rude here. The way they drive. Like okay. um, oh. anyway, providing us a, a different perspective. I think than what Julia and I probably would have provided if it was just the two of us. Yeah. No. This will be. This will be great for especially this episode and just a little more context on Danielle. So we all grew up together in Saudi Arabia. I know Aisha and I talk about it, but Danielle was also there with us. And I think all three of us really bonded over reading, um, especially in middle school. So yeah, this is why Danielle is like the perfect guest for us to have on here. Nothing more middle school than Twilight. This is a throwback episode. When did Twilight come out? Like 2008, 2009. No, earlier. Oh, do you, maybe. So, were we already in sixth grade right I there? swear I read it in like grade six. Oh my God, God. I read it in grade six, but I think I read it earlier than like a lot of people. Sorry, the copy of my book says my name and my phone number from a red goat. Oh my God, you're reading your original copy. Which like, yeah, so, you should have a year. 2005. See, way uh, earlier. That makes more sense. That makes yeah. more sense. Maybe the films came out around 2005. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I was reading my original copies, but they're all the way back in Hawaii. I still have them, though. It's such only child privileges. My original copies did not make the shipment back to North America. <laughs> Twilight did not make it. My, did not make the cut. My mom and dad were like, no, you need to pick. And like, Twilight you know. was not part of the pile. No. It makes me sad. For reading Twilight, I'm wondering if I want to even keep them in my current <laughs> Is it worth the shelf space? For the mems. For the mems, for sure. Yeah. yeah, so Twilight had such a cult following back in middle school. Like, um, wildly cult. And I feel like I didn't, like, I feel like I knew it back then, but now talking to friends and like such like a random variety of friends and seeing how everyone also is saying I was obsessed with it I was obsessed with it blah 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 like oh wow like everyone was truly obsessed with it even like people like a few years apart from us um, across different countries it's this is a global middle school phenomenon (laughs) no we all read Twilight and then we all moved on to read like House of Night, The Vampire Diaries. Like, we just went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, the That's so true. Like, I, Stephanie Meyer, like, that was the first, I think that was, like, the first vampire book that I read as a kid. It's so funny that you guys focus on the vampire part because I read a lot more books that had to do with werewolves, like the Shiver trilogy. Oh, I did the uh, werewolf did- rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did not, but when it came to the non-humans, I really love animals, like Redwall and Warrior Cats. This is where we diverge, and that's okay. I, I have, like, every single Warrior Cats book that came out when I was, I don't know, between the ages of 12 and 14? No. 
10 and 13. I think I turned, yeah, like 12 or 13 read Twilight. I started reading fantasy and sci-fi and I have not looked back. <laughs> like that is still my main genre. I'm, I'm just not interested in the non-paranormal. <laughs> Reality sucks. That's what Oh, I mean, <laughs> yes, that's what an entire podcast is about. Yeah. <laughs> we say that every time. <laughs> All right, um, currently reading, and yes. also our last one of the season. Of the season, oh my goodness. Well, I am excited that I have quite a bit to share because i finally gotten a good deal of reading this weekend. Shall I go ahead? I feel like let me go because like, I don't want to end on my short note. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first. I'm still reading A Little Life. I am over halfway through. Um, I'm actually going to go back after this and like try and read some more I really wanted to try and finish it this month I do think I could maybe finish it this weekend so I'll have like a good week plus before I go see A Little Life but wow is it heavy and like graphic and like there's definitely been times where I've I've had to like close the book because I was just like being squeamish I was like I cannot believe that is just that's what I've just read like, I cannot comprehend. And again, this, these are fictional characters, fine. But I cannot comprehend that this is something that someone's gone through. Like, I can't is it like violence at all. Um, so trigger warnings to our audience here. There is abuse and various, like, sexual abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse. There is self-harm. And so those are, like, the main stuff. And there's child endangerment. And it's just... I don't know anything that happens to a kid. I just don't, I don't get why anyone would want to hurt a kid. But I, I was briefly chatting actually with a high school classmate of mine because she's reading it as well. We're at the same part. And so I was like, how do you like it? And we're at the same point where the author has very good um, storytelling and how she describes her characters. There are been points where it's felt a bit dragged out because she has a lot of um, description and like context that I've sometimes like skipped a bit over them. Like, let's get to the point here. I do understand why a lot of people talk about it, but that's my update on currently reading. Nice. Um, All right. So my update, I was in Ibiza over the weekend and I actually was able to read quite a bit, both on the plane, in the airport, even just chilling on the beach, etc. So one book that I actually finished the first day I got there, which is wild to me, is called Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss, Weiss, I don't know. Anyways, it's it's the true story of a prominent psychiatrist, one of his patients. And basically, he's a psychiatrist and he was used to very traditional methods. But um, among them, you know, I think hypnotherapy is pretty common among psychiatrists. And so he has this patient who has really horrible anxiety and he's trying to help her. Nothing's working. He starts to do hypnotherapy. And basically, this causes her to have a past life regression and basically she starts remembering her past lives and because if you believe this in this kind of thing with certain types of hypnotherapy you can remember past lives and you know this patient also was not someone who believed at all in reincarnation um he mentions but she starts like remembering her past life and he literally wrote this book based off of like recording sessions that he had with this patient and this is from quite a long time ago I think this book is from like the 80s or the 90s or something it's very mind opening I think if you're interested in past life recall or just if you're interested in like reincarnation or just interested in hearing another theory of you know what all happens when we pass etc I think this book is very interesting um I'm not saying you have to like believe it um and then another book that I started is called Aphrodite by Isabel Allende and 
I, I mean, I know a lot of people are familiar with Isabel Allende, but I've never heard of this book. And it's described as the love of food and the food of love. And it's sort of about the discovery of sensuality through food. It's a very fun book and very different to what you think she'd be writing. And then I am still reading The Path to Love by Deepak Chopra. And it is really good. I just made a video about it, but I am really liking it. I've talked about how I really struggle with these like wellness relationship books, but I really feel seen by this one. Like I struggle to relate and I struggle to to find authors I feel like can write for my situation. And I feel like the way he's writing, I, it feels like very supportive, but also like helpful. And also, I don't know, I just felt like I really connected to what he was saying. And I just finally feel like it's like this is showing me a way to like make steps forward in the way that I think with regards to like love and romance and relationships and everything. So I'm really excited and happy to be reading it. Oh, I'm happy. You're feeling happy. <laughs> oh, thanks. I mean, this is our second episode of doing a reread. So we're going to compare our thoughts as adults now to when we were, what, 12, 11, when we first 10. read it. Yeah, 11, not uh, 10. I think 10 was too Yeah. So compare, do we still like some of the stuff? What are, what's our take on it? Um, yeah. Yeah. After a good, uh, over 10 years um, yeah. since we last read it. So <laughs> yeah, there's no point even sharing a synopsis for this because again, it's such a known yeah. franchise. Yeah. And even like, I mean, I'll talk to guys who even they've watched the films, you know, like everyone knows. And if you don't know, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You still at least know it was that cheesy, you know, like yeah, you know, triangle with know the something. vampire and the werewolf. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could not escape it. Like, <laughs> I am surprised though. Like, I kept expecting the love triangle, and you you get a glimpse in the first book, but I forgot how much like really happens after the first book. You know? Yeah, like it's it's a slow plot development. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I was going to say that, and I was going to, I think, say that till the end, oh. but oh my <laughs> god, it was so slow. And I, then we, we get to some action, and it's like only three chapters, and then we go back to it being slow, and I was like... <laughs> I started forgetting, like, I thought that the plot with the ballet studio was in yeah. Twilight, and then I was like, is it in? New moon, yeah. like because it's not yeah. coming. Like it yeah. must be. Like how did I forget that that wasn't in this book? And then it was like, bum, bum, bum. yeah. <laughs> I know it so was- much of it is literally them like staring at each other in biology or like holding hands <laughs> or something. And I'm like, oh my god, mostly, like I get it. It's mostly just her thinking, a bit more of the hand holding and a tiny bit of action. Yeah, and then a back to it being hand holding. Yeah, observing. that said. It was still pretty fast paced to me, but it might just be me because I had to read it so fast. Cause I didn't like I started it pretty late last like yesterday too. It wasn't even basically. I was like, I have to read this now, and I was like, <laughs> I finished okay, I, it. I finished it earlier today. So. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. There was a moment where I was like, Do I just not finish it? And I was like, No, I want to get to the ballet studio. I was like. I need to get to that part. So that's what I kept picturing. Had flashes of movie snippets, right? Because I actually never finished the movie. The what? First movie. They just didn't have the I'm next sorry. part on YouTube. So I just didn't, and I didn't <laughs> find it. I watched the first reason. Movie on YouTube, okay, back in the day. Cause didn't have, and they just didn't have the next part. <laughs> I know what we're doing once we're done this recording. (laughs) (laughs) Just like no. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm sorry. Like before even like starting this book, I was like a bit 
concerns. I was like, oh God, what is my mind going to be like? And I already, I know I said this to both of you separately, but reading the synopsis at the back, right? And like literally just getting to the fourth line where she was like, I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. I was like, I, I think this might do me in. I don't know if I can read this anymore. Like, that part, I know it's like frustrating because as a young kid, I can see how a line like that would really draw me in. Cause I'm like, wow, I want to know what being like, unconditionally and irrevocably in love with someone feels like but how could she possibly be that in love I mean the whole thing I'm like how could you possibly be so into each other after like I think being a a grade six who just totally buys in and loves Twilight it's a direct pipeline to loving faded mates books you know like that's maybe why we're struggling because we're both like really tired of the faded mates and I I was gonna say like a similar thing where it's like yes this started off like the whole faded mate thing but it started off my like um it like raises your expectations so it made me like a hopeless romantic from like probably from the point I read it until now um and I am I was gonna say yes it is a faded mate situation basically and I am also tired of it this is why I'm here guys (laughs) you are here to provide that other perspective yeah I I think it's good though looking rereading some of these and being more critical Mm -hmm. of it because it just shows how I've changed as a person it's interesting because we were saying this before we started but I was always always a team Jacob girl like I never our mic picks up when we hit the table they're very sensitive (laughs) I am a hand talker this is gonna be an issue I will keep it here Anyways, I never got the allure of Edward. He's just so moody and kind of bitchy. And so reading Well, she's like that too. She is like that too. Yeah. Like that's the perfect description. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So reading it back again, I was like, oh yeah, Edward kind of sucks. But I forgot how awful her and like neglectful her parents were. Her mom was. Oh yeah. That part of the story, I was like, this is neglect. And totally like, oh. Yeah. Like. Should we just go straight into Bella right now? Her dad, I think it was just so awkward because he wasn't her, in her life that long. But her mom, he wasn't for sure, her mom, for sure, was like, you are focused. It, I think it's because she was a young mom. And then... Yeah, sorry. To call her... I, I'm not trying to call oh, Charlie like, neglectful. We all love Charlie. He was just an awkward dad. Dad swan. Yeah. Mom, mom, she was weird. She was not there, but then was like a hovering parent all of a sudden. And I was like, it, it yeah. didn't make sense. But then also, like, when Bella describes her mom as her best friend, I was like, it's almost sad that, I mean, that you're like, you're calling her your best friend because, like, you barely talk to her. You hate responding to her emails. And also, yeah, there was, like, some neglect involved, <laughs> clearly. That's one of the lines I highlighted was when Bella's, like, leaving her mom at the airport. Yeah. And she's like, I felt a spasm of panic as I stared at her wild, childlike eyes. Like, how can I leave my mom to, like, fend for herself, you know? And that's, like... Yeah, I was seventeen. But then to add on that, when her mom, her first response was like, her email was like, "Where's my shirt? Like, I can't." Where's find my blouse? It. Like, yeah. No, like, honey, I miss you. Like, please let us know. If I can yeah. do anything. Hope you had a safe. Day. No, Bella's literally been her mom's mom. Yeah. And I think that's why she takes on the role of looking after her dad and cooking for him. Oh yeah, I she's was- used to it. Wait, I've just made a connection in my brain because, like, you're right. She's so used to looking after her parents. And at one point I noticed that Edward treats her almost entirely like a child. And there's many descriptions where he is literally like, he picked her up like a toddler. He picked her up like a baby or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, he babies her. It's so annoying. But like, she never really got a chance to be like 
treated as a child. I mean, it's still weird that like it's described like that. Like I didn't need, yeah, like I didn't need that, but I guess. I think I have more bad things to say about Bella than Edward. Like she peeved me a lot more than Edward did. Yeah. Like she, she was just a miserable person to follow. Listen, I don't want to expose myself, but I am empathetic to bitchy characters. No, but she I'm was like, bitchy. yeah, this sucks. <sighs> like, I didn't think she was bitchy. Though. Like, I, but you know, but she is. Like, she arrives at school. She's like, I hate it. I hate everyone yeah. here. I hate my dad. I, and yeah. I'm like, this girl is going through it. Like, are you are you comparing? Oh her? wow. The way you said that. The way you said that, that made me think how like you're empathetic to Nesta, but I don't see her as no. Nesta. But I relate to Nesta. That's different. Okay. I was just empathizing with Bella. So I don't good. relate to Bella, to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone? <laughs> No, I literally, I was like, Stephanie Mayer. Like, yeah, I was like, she is so unrelatable. Oh my god! Like, I mean, just how everyone is so obsessed with her. I was like, I don't oh my god. get it. Oh my god. Why was every guy liking her? I didn't get it because I'm sorry, she had no personality. She was drier. Like, paint was more interesting than she was. She was so boring. And yeah. It's like maybe like I'm triggered like from things in real life where I'm like, how do some people get guys? And I'm like, I don't see that's a good personality. <laughs> I don't know if it's that. Literally me. Maybe I'm just like I'm no, projecting like, here, but like she was so boring. And like being boring is one thing, but it, everyone's like, like oh my gosh, hey Bella. Like, yeah. like obsessed like, with her. They'd be like, Hey, how's it going? And she would basically be like, Ugh. <laughs> like so like, mean she to was them so mean. Yeah. Like, like she was mean to them i mean she tried to be nice to like mike i think but even from the moment she no, walked she into was... her school first of all eric within like five minutes of her arriving on campus eric is all over her and then it's mike and then even and edward and then you know there's jacob tyler, later tyler yeah. and in the tyler right i forgot about I don't get the Tyler thing. But like in that moment, right as soon as she gets there and she immediately classifies him as this chess club geek and like talks shit on everyone's cars, like how gross all the cars Wait, are. It's not like she's bringing and like to the calls Mike baby face. That's what I mean. She's so mean. Wait, like, so she, she's actually such a judgy, like, <laughs> mean yeah. person. So, so like, that's my issue. <laughs> No, like, I'm willing to that, but it's like, at least we're so aware. <laughs> Listen, it's just like, maybe so she is aware. relatable. <laughs> Listen, I will never, do not ever compare me to Bella. You just did. Yeah, you just did. You're judgy. Roll the tape. judgy. But not to her level. The one of the things about like, oh, guys being fascinated with her, like in my head, I was like comparing her to Feyre. Yeah, me too. Avatar, because I was just like, again, like, would you like Feyre? We make fun of her like not reading, like all this, but it's like she at least had like life skills, like hunting. At least she could do that. Bella is a how oh are God, the two of them similar at all? Are you kidding? No, because everyone's obsessed with them. <laughs> What's she saying? What's she saying? No, but like, Feyre has a quest that Tamlin has basically tricked her into. Like, she's been shoved into a chosen one spotlight. It's not like she's just like bumbling around the continent and everyone's no, fawning no, all no, over no, no, her. No, 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 no. no, no. Like, I, have, I have a hot take here because my friend started reading it and he was just like, why is she complaining all the time? Like, that she's been taken to the Supreme Court. It's like, you've been, you like don't have to fend for yourself anymore. Like, you're complaining that you don't go back to your family, your family that never actually cared for you, like, didn't love you, didn't like appreciate you getting food. So she is annoying in a different way. But oh, also, they both experience neglectful childhoods. Okay, fair so, enough. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're just connecting the dots right here. I think Although Charlie is obviously a better dad. 
than Feyre's yeah, father. Charlie's yeah, Charlie's way better. But yeah. I think for me, it's just like, how are they both getting all these guys to fall o- all over the ground for them? I was just very confused. Like, I mean, I think 60% of the book were, was literally just like, all these guys falling over for her. And like, Farah, geez, now it's in my head. Sorry. And <laughs> Bella being like, full on like, aware and irritated. And it's like, yeah. girl, like, say no. You know what I mean? Like, she knows they're coming right. on to her and she just plays along, acts weird. I mean, I thought it was funny that Tyler asked Bella, well, he's literally like, do you want to ask me to to the spring dance? And it's like, it's girls ask guys. Why are so you awkward. Asking, ask you? Like, you know, the best no. is when he shows up to her house for prom, when she never said oh, yes to awkward. him. But then, okay, then Edward calls him, he's like, or he takes the phone, he's like, she's not free tonight, nor will she ever be free when it comes to, like, regarding like, me and or whatever. Edward and I'm like, is that is a red flag. He is stage five clinger alert, but we will save that for when we talk about him. <laughs> but yeah, Bella, I mean, I, d- I, I know we were talking about this briefly, I think, when I started reading. I just don't, like, I get being clumsy, like, I'm very good at just tripping and all. But the fact that, like, that's somehow, like, her thing. She can't dance. She can't play sports. Like She can't even dance. Like, like, Aisha, she can't run there. on a flat surface. I'm pretty sure she it. falls getting get out of her car once, doesn't she? <laughs> when she's, like, running to the ballet studio at the end, it's, like, describing her running, and she's, like, tripping on everything. I'm like, okay, wait, I'm going to find a quote on this. Because she, she like describes herself as a damsel in While you're looking for it. But, like, I don't like those characters who just can't, like, these female characters who just can't, I'm not saying well, be athletic, but. And it was, it was a try. Real, it was a real trope for a long time where I feel like an author would try to describe a quote-unquote perfect female character, and then they would just make her clumsy to make Clumsy, yeah. Because clumsy like is, like, a, real, a big, yeah. yeah. Which is. Okay what she is because she is like pretty perfect i mean like she's obviously like very beautiful somehow well yeah skinny white yeah pretty, like yeah exactly all over like yeah um, but yeah so the thing that i wanted to quote here when she was just like confused why like mike and eric were into her she's like perhaps it was because i was a novelty here where novelties were few and far between possibly my crippling clumsiness was seen as endearing rather than pathetic casting yeah, me as that. a damsel in distress so she's like aware of it mm-hmm. Yeah. How embarrassing to see yourself like that. <laughs> right. Like if imagine like if you thought that, like maybe that should be your impetus to be less clumsy. I don't know. I feel like Get clumsiness is like something you can yeah, work on. Like, you know, fair it's enough, like you have bad hand eye coordination I mean, be- when you're playing badminton, but like walk. Like <laughs> But also right, like do also she's literally standing there with like the racket behind her back. I'm like, are you getting a fail in this class? I'm sorry, but how is like is that is not acceptable in any of the gym classes I've been to. <laughs> but you have to at least be standing at the ready. Like, come on. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, in position. I mean, I, I remember from reading it in the, like way back when that she was clumsy. And it's a big thing. You know, Bella is like the clumsy girl. But I did not – I forgot how much it's emphasized because – do you remember when she goes, like, whenever Edward's, like, trying to take her on a hike and she's like, this is going to take forever because I can't, like, fucking walk through woods she's like, without... She, like, describes, like, how, like, textured the ground is. It's like... <laughs> I wouldn't have patience for her. But I think... Yeah, but again, then Edward, like, loves it. <laughs> again, putting on the old hat, like, when I was 12 and reading it, you're at a point in your life when you feel so awkward in your own body that you're like, yeah, 
Bella, I hear you, you know, like life is awkward, oh, you know, like, yeah. I feel like that was like, it's a, it's a trope for a reason. Right. And like, as an adult, Maybe like more relatable to young yeah. kids, but like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like grade seven, name like a grade of your life where you felt less confident in your own skin, no, at I least mean, for me personally. No, 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 no. I, I hear you. And I think that's like a good call out. I think, yes, be clumsy. I think what, what I'm trying to say is like, yeah, be clumsy. It just, that's like her personality. Well, and being mean. That too. Yeah. It's like, it's her personality it's trait is being clumsy and mean. Great. It's to know that she just like can't walk in a straight line without like suddenly collapsing. It's like, I think we just be like, she had a trip here and there and be like, okay, cool. You know, like in the movies, when you're running away from bad guy, there's always someone tripping. But that would be okay if that was like in that moment, she's running away, but it was like all the time. When there's too much of one thing, it's just yeah. overwhelming. It's a lot. And then also like, the way she harps on so much about how much she hates dancing because she can't dance without tripping over, which I understand. Like, yes, you tri- everyone trips over their feet when they dance, but like, don't be such a Debbie Downer about dancing. <laughs> like, when, like, obviously, what she's trying to say is, I want to be a good dancer. Just own up to it, Bella. Like, right. Be, like, <laughs> also, you can go to a dance and not dance. You can just go stand there and drink and talk to your like, friends. Which one of us ever danced at a dance? You like bob but, up and down. Yeah. Especially <laughs> in middle school. Well, I guess they're, yeah, in high school. But like, I just remembering now, like she grew up going to the dance studio, right? She, like she, so she used to dance slash be athletic. Like what happened? I, I mean, the thing is, it's a lot. Of, I feel like a lot of girls, like you, were thrown into ballet when you were younger because your parents. <laughs> did Danielle and I yeah, both did ballet. Julie together. and I were Asian. good at ballet. Thank you very much. <laughs> were we? Were we? Danielle, we danced for like so long. I loved it, man. Yeah, I mean, it was great. Eight years. I just thought it was interesting, and I guess knowing now that it was written in 2005, she refers to herself several times as albino, when we all know she isn't albino, and it's just interesting to me how they keep doubling down on just how pale she is. Right, yeah. It's so politically incorrect, and I feel like I never saw any sort of backlash about that, and like also like, I don't know, you can just say she's pale. Like she emphasizes over and over again how pale and how translucent her skin is, and it's like, okay. Okay, like I don't know. You're white. Yeah, like I felt a bit like she said it. I feel like at least two or three times the actual word albino, and I was like, that's unnecessary. Someone asking her something, she's like, oh, my mom's albino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when Mike's talking about like, shouldn't you be tan, or maybe not Mike, but one of them. I mean, it makes her seem younger than is. I feel like I can imagine like a seventh grader retorting with that, especially when we were in seventh grade. But, like, I mean, she's a bit older. Like, I don't think if I was 17, I would be saying that. If I was 17 and someone said that, I'd be like, uh-huh, I don't tan. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you're like, yes, I'm Caucasian. Not... Like... Yeah, I don't have anything else. Do you? I don't think so. Do you have anything else, Julia and Bella? Because um... we'll talk about how toxic her feelings are later, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll talk about that when we talk about her and Edward. Cool, cool, together. cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool. Briefly, I feel like I have so much to say about Edward. See, I, I hate him. So this is really interesting. Do you? This is, I don't. I, I... See? Because she was team Edward. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell. <laughs> no, I don't hate him. I mean, I have like opinions, but I don't. Okay. I mean, my mind can be changed. Strong word. Maybe hate is a strong word. Well, right. I think it's because I, I, I was like comparing him to like the movies because that's what I see more often than the books. But I just feel like. Edward was a lot more chatty in Twilight than I thought he was in the movies. That's what threw me off. That I was like, oh, like, I wasn't expecting him to be that talkative with her. 
Oh no, yeah, he's very like jokey and like kind of I playful. Thought was, like, I thought yeah. it was like gonna be like more mysterious and brooding, and like that I could understand why I was like into that back in the day. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but and like so into that now, but like then he's just like chatty and teasing her, and I was like, I. Yeah. No, he's not dark and brooding at all. Like, um. I mean that's just, that's why like I didn't like he just seemed like he seemed like an easy to get along with like treated her as like a love interest is questionable in my opinion yeah, yeah. but like as a person my thing is he's so hot and so cold it's like sure when he's happy with her it's all like jokey jokes and like blah 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 but then he's like he's so mean when he's like not liking her that I'm like Ugh. wait really do you and think also, so I'm sorry but their banter's so cringy he like it ignored is. her for it's so cringy weeks. They're so cringy. I'm sorry. Like, after their first time, they had, like, a nice time together, and he, like, gets freaked out and says, you shouldn't hang out with me. He literally, they're sitting next to each other in class, and he doesn't even say hi back for two weeks. <laughs> like, cool. that's me. Like, I'm sorry. Should we just talk about the both of them together at this rate? Wait, I have, I just want to make one okay. comment, yeah, yeah, but when yeah. Danielle was like, he's so hot and cold at the same time, I thought you were talking, like, he was so physically hot, but also because he's a vampire <laughs> he was cold. <laughs> that's an interesting way to describe I mean, <laughs> technically i guess also true but like not what i meant <laughs> julia we're, we're literally the same like, like, uh... we think too similarly and ignore the fact that he was totally bipolar both of you <laughs> you know i did clock it but i guess I don't know if I like overly val- validated the fact because he's like uh, he's like trying so hard to like contain himself that I I I guess I understand why he was being so like weird. I'm just kind of hyper aware that we're in Bella's pod and that she wants to be with him. Like, I feel like she is very forgiving of his actions and thus we yeah. are very forgiving of his actions. Oh. But that's just my two cents. It's like when your friend doesn't tell you how bad their boyfriend is. <laughs> like she's like glossing over it. Like, but they still <laughs> sound so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Even like, you she's like, do you think? yeah, like he like never blah, blah, blah. And you're like, that's, wait a sec. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can't. Like, <laughs> Literally us like every single it, day, like so bad. This is literally just Danielle and I going Danielle, Julia and I going back and forth and you being like, you deserve so much better. So we'd be like, that's not acceptable, but we're both like, we're gonna ignore each other and keep going on anyway. But still come back to each other and cry when it went to hell. Guys, are come we on. the problem? <laughs> Bella's becoming pretty relatable. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on. One of my many qualms about her and Edward. I just never got her sudden infatuation to Edward. It was so it was quick. Like, yeah. It made no sense where it's like, okay, this guy didn't say hi to you. And like, this is where it's like, okay, you can feed a bit the mysterious thing because he's not talking to you. And then she sees that he's trying to change out of class. And she's like, it must be about me. Oh my God. And it's like, well, but yes, it was about you. But <laughs> like, for you to just be like this as a human girl, I'm confused. Like, as a like, human girl. Okay, no, she like, doesn't have the context. He's like, he doesn't want to be near her, like her son. And like, but, Edward yeah. makes sense, right? Like, Bella walks into the room. She smells like, you know, heroin and candy yeah. and all that good stuff. Yeah. Obviously, he's going to zero in on her, right? From her perspective, we know that Edward's like hot. Is hot. And that yeah. him and his siblings are kind of like weird. But like, what other reason does she have to like zone yeah. in on them so hard? Like, yeah, it, it honestly, it was like it too hard. It was too much too soon. She was just obsessed immediately and i was like 
and then she was never less obsessed. It was like is it her zero mommy to one hundred? Her mommy abandoned her, and, and now she wants the one saying, guy who doesn't like pay any attention to her. And then no, but then he does. But then he does, and it's like oh a no, lot. I know from the start though. Like what? I mean, I get yeah, but that's interest. why like I love enemies to love or like rivals to lovers, enemies to lovers because I love the. Oh, no. They, were, they weren't enemies to they lovers. Were, I know. I, I love know. enemies to yeah. lovers. Yeah. They were. It made no sense. It's a thing. It, it yeah. would have been if there's like a bit of a buildup. It's like a one month's gone by, and you're like, why is he still not talking to me? I'm curious. Why she, is my lab partner not talking? She literally like, goes from it. her lab partner glaring at her to like he's not at school the next day, and she's like it's about devastated. Me. Not not just it's yeah. about yeah. Me. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. is he? I searched the halls for him. Blah, yeah, blah, she's blah. so obsessed. Like she's so obsessed. That was like again one of my many qualms about the two of them together. It didn't make sense at all. Their relationship happened too quickly. Too quickly. And maybe it's also because we're an adult. We're adults now. Where we're like, that's too fast. The progression makes no sense. Where it's like, if you had like a couple dates here and there, but like she fell in love with him so quickly, and was automatically like thinking like, oh, I want to like marry him and all that. Yeah, and I mean, they said I love like, you after two days. Not just I, but like I love you. You're my everything. Like, yeah, yeah, like like, like intense, like, like or like you like are all these now. um declarations you are my of love. Now. Yeah, That's you it. are my yeah. life. I noticed that one too. Oh, but I like picked up on all those like things. Like we're gonna be together forever. Like never leave my side. Like very. It's and like it's almost funny because like I understand a lot of like teenage dramas are portrayed like very intensely like this, but. Teenage it, emotions are intense. Yeah. You know? And so, like, when you're 13, you're like, oh, my God, they're going to love each other forever. Like, you yeah. just die right in. And then as an adult, you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I? I don't know. But, they, hey, they, but then they, it's like, Edward should this, know better. <laughs> at this point, they had closed mouth kissed in a field, you know? Like, <laughs> gone, out, gone out to dinner once and, like, you know, hopelessly in, right. a, yeah. in love with him. Side note, did you guys pick up on Edward's meadow outfit? When he was standing there, shirt like he just took his no, shirt off. No, he is described as wearing a collared, sleeveless, white button-up shirt <laughs> open. Collared, no sleeves, buttons open. <laughs> Let me find it. I highlighted it. I was like, no, I no, no. That. no. <laughs> that just sounds like some beachwear gone wrong. Like, because I remember he, him wearing like a nice sweater and like a jacket in certain with scenes, a collared right? shirt. And then he takes off the sweater, and then there's no sleeves. Plot twist. And then he opens the buttons. <laughs> I was like, it's like so caught off guard. Dicky just to have like the little collar of the sweater. <laughs> like, literally, I was like, oh. imagine if some guy you were with takes off his sweater. It's just a little immediate dicky no. collar. Immediate no. Egg. Immediate egg. <laughs> and then unbuttons the dicky. <laughs> take it off I, mean, I literally i came to a full stop i was like oh what i thought i have tears coming out of my eyes <laughs> sorry i'm looking for it the problem is i highlighted a lot of lines anyways whatever trust me i trust you edwards need to be near bella right he, he was always like i need to be near you in case like you do something yeah i was comparing this to like other books maybe like the like the smutty books we read where the, those guys were like oh no i want to be near you and i feel like it makes sense if you're both over 18 and like it's not creepy but like bella still being a minor and him being over 100 it just like really put me out another really large age difference where yeah she's you're right. She is. She's a minor. She's. I mean, look. She was actually the same age as. Isn't Feyre's seventeen when the books began? Right. No. She's like nineteen, twenty. Okay. You know who is seventeen? Aelin. The difference is, Aelin could fend for herself. Bella couldn't do shit. 
I agree Aelin was much more mature at 17. But Rowan was also older than 100 years. But like you're saying, Bella and Edward have that I'm so helpless, I'm going to take care of you power dynamic. Yeah. And yeah, he yeah, is a yeah. hundred years older than her. Yeah. And I mean she's literally described like there's so many times where she is described as being a toddler in her in his arms, which is a yeah. weird way to describe well, your I, girlfriend with that kind of age difference. I don't know. But that and then the way she describes him, like she puts him on such a pedestal, like another one I oh, have yeah. where she says, He was too perfect. I realized we yes. were stab of despair. There was no way this godlike creature could be meant for me. And I was yes. like, Who said he was meant for you? You're making it. <laughs> like you're this is a forced native thing to me right also, now also the part where he's like laying in the meadow i never clocked earlier that she's sitting there like with her knees up to her chest just staring at him like i think because of the movie i pictured her laying next to him yeah and like she's not he's laying there zoned yeah. out in the meadow and she's just like hurt. i kind of get i mean i i get the whole like sitting while someone's laying down and like you're like looking at them they're there for a long time I think it just feeds into her being so obsessed with Edward that it made no sense. It also it was like so, boring so too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I'm like, okay, um, she's obsessed. She thinks he's like amazing. Like he has no flaws, and maybe that's why we didn't have enough to say about Edward because he was like just clearly like presented without any flaws. There was just nothing interesting to say about him. I he's a bit of a Kendall. He's only yeah. in relation to Bella. Like, you're so right he really is described as a Ken doll another thing on again fellow peeving me when she finds out that he's a vampire but then he like he has to go somewhere she was upset that he just didn't call her when he came back from his hunting trip and I'm like you kind of assured that like one he's a vampire two you're not even dating why are you upset he hasn't like I- I'm confused it made no sense to this day I don't understand how she took the fact that he's been watching her sleep every night for like a month just like so calmly he could have told her that Listen, he like I mean he did tell her he used to kill people and she was like okay sounds he's a about vampire. right of course he's gonna have killed people I'm with her I'm just kidding <laughs> like, I'm just saying she would just she would justify every single thing he did you're right it is a very Bella just, point of view we're not we're not yeah. getting the whole picture but like in a fantasy world where vampires exist th- there's still a difference between climbing into your window and watching you sleep like that's just so <laughs> stupid <laughs> is it ever okay I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I forgot that that was a thing, and when we got to it, I was like, "How could you forget that was a thing?" <laughs> I was I waiting for that. It is I so much it. of the plot. Like yeah, so many so times, where she like wakes up and the wind's bothering her. I'm like, "It's Edward." <laughs> you know what? Yeah, Stephanie, I just glossed over it because I, I think I do. Let me talk about. it. I remember it being a thing, but I forgot when I started reading it that it was a thing. But when it got when it happened, I was like, I thought it was a bigger point in the book. But nope. I think the movie might have made it a bigger point. Yeah, because they were like, we yeah. can't address this without it being weird. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know what I kept waiting for? Because it's been so long. And as I said, I didn't really watch the film. But obviously, I saw bits and pieces here and there. And you know that infamous scene where they're in the woods together? And he's like, what am I? Say it yeah. out loud. Yeah. She's like, I was waiting for that because I thought that happened in the book. Meanwhile, they're just like in the car. <laughs> She's like. Yeah, yeah, and then like, he just I think he's so open about it. I think it would have been way more interesting if he was more like hiding more of himself because the mm. moment she starts questioning him, he's like, Yeah, this is I'm a vampire. Well, I think a big part of the books that doesn't translate into the movies is that Alice saw Bella coming. So like right. I don't think it's entirely a surprise to Edward that Bella will know eventually. Because obviously we don't have their perspective, but like Alice yeah. knows. They're going to end up together. 
Yeah. So it's like, why would you put up a big fight? He likes her. I don't know. It's like unavoidable. Well, he tried to, then it was like unavoidable. And then he was like, yeah. But then so even this- like trying to hide it, maybe he felt like subconscious. I don't know. It could have been like just a little more interesting. <laughs> oh, no. I agree. There could have been. Yeah. I think we're also- it was just like too fast, too soon. Even the way Bella hardly even had to do her little like research montage. Oh, she talks. Was. Yeah, she talks to Jacob, and then she like Google's it. And she's like, "Yep." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the movie, she's like going to like niche little bookstores. Oh, she's, really? Like, things are like going by. No like... <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. Was there one more thing I want? To- I want to say one more thing about their relationship. I can't remember. We just keep regurgitating. It's just like it made no sense. Like how fast and, the relationship and developed just... and their obsession. And also, like, so toxic. Like, at the end, when she's been injured, and Edward's like, you should move back with your mom. We need space. This isn't good for you. And, like, she's still hooked up to the heart monitor. And she starts, like, freaking out. Like, no, no, don't leave me. Yeah. That's a bit. mm. Actually, their relationship is so toxic. Like, she's so obsessed with him. He's, like, being – he's, like, kind of avoidant sometimes. That's, like, the definition of someone who's, like – What's that definition of someone who, like, will say everything you want to hear at one point and then, like, be really cool with the next? I don't think it's narcissism. I don't either, but I had to throw it out there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we don't have to cut that out. He could be, but... It's like like a type of manipulation. Yeah. Well, I was going to say it's kind of of love bomby because it's like you say, like, oh, I love you, I love you. And then, like, when it suits you, you're like, oh, no, like, I can't be with you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't know. I just it was a bit toxic. Oh, you know what? He reminded me a lot of I don't know if this is who I was thinking of. I'm just gonna say it like Elias from The Ember and the Ashes in the way that he was always trying to be like. No spoilers for Danielle. I don't think this is a spoiler, but the way he's always like Elias is toxic. (laughs) No. talked about how Elias feels like he like the whole world is his burden to bear and yeah. I feel like Edward feels like that too like every he's like I'm so mm. sorry for putting you in danger like this yeah. is all my fault like blah, like I have to do everything I have like everything is and yes he has a lot of responsibility because he can do superhuman things but like he also needs to let her live and make this decisions yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that that's a good like comparison. Yeah, like he should feel some responsibility because, like you said, he has all these powers and he is bringing her into their world. Yeah, but like you can't bubble wrap her. Yeah, to learn anything, and that's what always like peeved me with Twilight. How to compare it to the show Vampire Diaries, where it was like I know a lot of people don't like Elena, but it was like Elena at least would try a bit to defend herself, even if she sucked, and she had people like the brothers protecting her. But it's like she tried. Bella never tried. To be fair. She tried. She tried to go after her mom. She yeah, she her. she tried, like, sacrificing herself. So it wasn't really defending herself. To be fair, she never actually tries defending herself. She tries to, like, solve it her way. But her way is never defense. It's kind of, like, offering right, herself to protect up. other people, right? Like, she protects her mom. She protects her dad. Yeah, kind of. Edward, but like- even when she's being, like, hunted by those guys, first of all, she, like, I understand that's a hard situation, but, like, I don't know if she, like, did her best to get out of it. And, and then also, like, Edward even mentioned, like, were you gonna fight at all? And she was like, yeah, but like, he was like, I mean, really, like, you can't even walk on a street without falling over. Like, she's not very, like, defensive. Like, she just seemed, which is, like, so in contrast to Edward. And and frankly, like, leading up to that, she's all like, whatever, like, I can go into Port Angeles for the day. I go to the big city. She gets lost immediately. 
yeah. all of a sudden she's in these like warehouses. It's like you yeah. just have to stay on the main like tourist street. It's, it's not right. Town. That's it's what I mean. Like you're 17, like, you live yeah. in a big city, Phoenix. Like you should. I felt like she should have yeah. known better. Like I, yeah, I don't. That's why. Who did she remind me of? She reminded me of a character who like should have been smarter than they were. I don't know, but I was like, oh, I'm curious to know though. Like who's your favorite? <laughs> I was getting Galena Skarsgård vibes, but that's just because she irritated me. From uh, Alina from Shadow and Bone. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Just because she's so dumb. Ooh, no spoilers! I haven't read that. We, or we, watched we it. should. We should. I okay, should. well, respectfully, great main character. She's dumb. Uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that, I also like. I hate that trope of like a girl main character that's useless. Because I mean, like, let's face it. Like Bella was really useless. Like, well, like super super I, useless. I think that's what I was comparing, maybe more so with Elena, where it's like again, Elena a bit useless, but like wanted to try. I think Bella just never gave me those vibes. No, wanting to try. And I think respectfully, that's why I have a hard time being like her and Feyre are the same. Because I'm sorry, Feyre is trying her heart out. She is hunting. She is trying to. Okay, save you're the world. right. Like Feyre is she not useless. Simulating the powers. Yeah, so like, like that's yeah. what I was saying. Like, that's where they differ. Feyre yeah. and yeah. Bella. It just and to me, that's sense. just so. I think it's like the infatuation cool. that other males have. Yeah. Them. And to be fair, that's not Farah's fault. That's like SJM, and even it's not Bella's fault. I guess it's the author's. Well, yeah. and Twilight has often kind of been like people think that Stephanie Meyer basically wrote it as a little self fantasy. Wait, really? So, I was gonna say, you know, what I was oh, gonna yeah. say it oh, sounds like but... rereading it now. It really sounds like fanfic because because I'm reading it on the Kindle. Sixty percent of the book is like nothing is happening aside from all these little scenes with her and Edward being super mm-hmm. lovey-dovey. Literally, that's what I said to Aisha this morning. She was like, you know, you, you had a really hard time I, starting I, it. I and I was like, that. you you haven't read as much fan fiction as I have. I have been on the dark depths of the web since I was 11, reading so-and-so X so-and-so. <laughs> like, dark depths, harrypotterfanfic.net. I'll drop it. <laughs> like, 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 I've been reading fan fiction for like a decade. And not constantly, but like, I have yeah. a tolerance for really shitty fan fiction. <laughs> not like enough fan fiction <laughs> gives oh. you a tolerance for bad writing. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like scene based. Like you're like, oh, this is like a cute scene with Bella and Edward. This is a cute scene, like just like sickeningly cute, unrealistically sickeningly, sickeningly cute. And I just don't like their relationship. Yeah, no, it, it's like it doesn't. It feels like so surface level, even though they're saying all these like I love you. It just I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get behind their relationship because in this book, Jacob isn't a character yet, right? Like we don't have that triangle. Right. I thought and he was more of a character in the first book. I clearly forgot. And I, I feel like I feel like I have such you know love triangle programming yeah, in my brain right. that immediately I start shipping her with Mike. I'm like, they've got so much more chemistry. Oh, He's so nice. Like, <laughs> I just can't, I just don't like Edward so much. <laughs> like, like. Going, back to, going back to Jacob, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I just see it so much on TikTok, the, the movie scene where he's like, Bella, how you, you doing? Oh, God. <laughs> I was waiting for that line in the book and I didn't get it. I was really disappointed. A, like, for 1,000%, that line is definitely not in the books. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's got too much character right there. Yeah. No, big Team Jacob gal over here. So, I mean, obviously, I didn't realize he was so young. Series, but he's a year younger than her. Yeah. Two. Well, it's a. I think he's the grade below. And then by the well, end of the book, he's like six one. So and he's well, six two. He's six oh, two. Correct me, because she literally asked him in the book how tall he is. Six two. 
exposing my own like twilight you know like super fandom i guess a part of the books is that because he's a werewolf he matures faster like stephanie right. myers she plays with their like adolescence so that everybody is of a dateable age you know yeah. it's like edward is frozen at 17 and right like, you know, and like, Jacob matures faster. that's because i i did mm-hmm. remember him being so childish you know 15 when she first meets him I was, and he, she describes him as like being this really young kid right because he's not a wolf yet right so then he's gonna yeah. wolf out yeah he's gonna He's going to bulk up. He's going to get a tattoo. I'm going to be hot. Uh, <laughs> for, the next, for the next couple books. And I was like, I mean. Yeah, a lot more happens. But I'm also like, I, the rest of the books, I'm like, it, a lot happens, but a lot also just but, doesn't happen. And the thing is, is that she robs us because you're team Jacob. Oh my God, love him. So great. Nice guy. And then she ends the books with making him have a freaking faded mate with a baby. And it's like, no! Imprinting. She, like, robbed me of my favorite character. Like, I'll never forgive her for that. Love summary. I was like, oh, Bella admits to like she loves Edward and she loves Jacob, but mm-hmm. she loves Edward more. And I'm like, how could you do this to Jacob? It's also funny to think that she ends up getting into like a real love triangle because she is obsessed with Edward. Like it, you couldn't get her to look away from him in this book. She could have let that go and just like literally been happy and human with Jacob. <laughs> Anyways. I enjoyed the latter part of the book way more because it was so much more interesting once she started being like hunted down. Um, mm. Do we want to talk about like the other characters slash like, the rest of the like other parts? I'll just say I love Emmett and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> die. He's like, what are we doing? How do I That's help? True. What is the point? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her, her so-called friends in school were interesting. But I mean, like, their life. They sounded so, so annoying. They sounded annoying, but they were just focused on normal things like the school dance. Does this guy. Like but they were also me? really focused on themselves. Them like, yeah. Jessica was also a narcissist. <laughs> she just wanted to call her friend. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, the date she went on. And it's like, I get that. And again, yeah, it's like. Yeah, I get that. Bella's all, like, in her head about, like, I'm so beyond this now. I'm, like, yeah. hanging. And she's, like, just thinking about Edward. What an awful friend. It's really yeah. frustrating to me that, like, this book had no real female friendships or any friendships besides, like, Bella's extreme love interest. Like, I was just uh, not. Charlie and Billy are good friends. <laughs> I stand corrected. No, I know, but she said any friendships. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I yeah. subbed that. I stand corrected. But yeah, that's the only real friendship in the book, I would argue. Everyone else is like foster family or shallow. Yeah. One thing I want to bring up, I like don't know where else to bring this up, but I always thought it was so funny that baseball is such a big part of these books. So random. It's so random. Yeah. Name a less fun sport, honestly. Like, I just don't get it. I don't want to alienate your audience, but... It's so random, like... Yeah, I mean, I guess they play in a very fast-paced, intense way, but, like, I've never seen the scenes from the movie where they're playing it, but, like, I feel like I'd be cringing out somehow. I don't know. I think I have flashes in my head of, like, Alice playing. Which, and that's what I was going to say. That's another line I highlighted in the book. They specifically say that Alice's method for pitching was, like, slow and sudden, like a cobra. And in the movies, she does this most ridiculous gymnast kick where oh she, God. like, oh. throws her leg up and back and out and over. And it's, like, it's a meme, right? And it's just, like, <laughs> when I read that, I forgot that she was described as being, like, actually, like, a, a capable, sneaky athlete. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, oh, they did Alice dirty. Yep. No, I, I liked Alice. Other. She just wasn't there in the book as much, though. I think she was. Lead. The first book is so sort of like world building. And she's definitely yeah. like, we're getting a taste of Alice. 
It is world building. (laughs) It was her moaning about Edward and like Trig and her dad. (laughs) There, I think half of that book is her moaning about the weather and the rain, how cold it is. Her descriptions of the fog get nicer the more she hangs out with Edward, which I thought was interesting. I I thought it was just because like summer was coming and the weather was getting better. No, no. The weather is like still bad, but she describes it as like a good solid mist because that means she'll get to see Edward because she's so clingy and she's realized that Oh, she's like, oh my God. Wait, that's so interesting. But yeah, 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 that's a good point. Wow. You're very, you're very analytical when you read. (laughs) I love reading. (laughs) I should hope so if you're on here. Yeah, I try. (laughs) I found it interesting that she just kept calling her dad Charlie. Yeah. It's and like, like, I get you were raised by your dad, but every time you saw your dad, you just no, but like, said Charlie. Like, when growing up, you just never thought to say dad. Quote, unquote, wasn't raised by. Like, he was still her dad. She went out there yeah. every summer. Like, I'm sure he called. I think that's just, like, divorced parent. Like, obviously, yeah. her mom was calling him Charlie and being all like, oh, it sucked out there. And it's, it's just, just another example of Renee dad. being so awful. It. I get like some people like call their friends like by their first name as like a joke. Like I know friends who do that, but not she, like at that age, like mm-hmm. insistent, oh, Charlie, should I cook you dinner? And that's to his face. Cause she even says like, I, I wasn't allowed to call him Charlie to his face. And yeah. she does it a few times. And like, she, what? in the beginning, I think she doesn't cause she knows it would hurt him. But I guess that just like goes out the window. Mm-hmm. Poor Charlie. Poor Charlie. <laughs> I did find He's it such a nice guy. How he was like really chill about Edward. Was he? Like in the beginning, he's like, oh, like he's a good guy. Like yeah, like but like, I mean, no, he was chill when he was describing him as like a member of the community, but he's still pretty chill. But I mean, as he should be, he was still like yeah. polite about it. So oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, why wouldn't yeah, he be? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't he's he a, be he's polite a, about he's it? He's a, a dad of a girl, and he's like the sheriff. Yeah, but usually, like, like, usually they're like, better not mess with my girl, you know. I don't like, think she, that's actually like, true, though. He was, like, like so, like, joking that, like, oh, you're getting her to play baseball? Like, haha, like, good luck with that. I just think that at the end of the day, you think it's a 17-year-old kid coming to hang out with your 17-year-old kid. Yeah. It's not, like, yeah. I don't think most people get the seventh degree. But. Yeah, I, I think that's rare. Like, I don't, like, for example, yeah. I don't think my parents would say anything like that. My beautiful spouse, Henri, who I've been with since I was 17, certainly didn't get the seventh degree. So I might be leaning too much on personal experience, but that's just me. I mean, you know, obviously they got to know him, but it wasn't like time to, you know, interrogate. I think Bella's character just made no sense because like she's just so secluded. But exactly. Like you're suddenly dating a guy. Like I feel like Charlie over and over again is like, aren't you going to the dance? Aren't you going out? It's Saturday night. Yeah, he cares. He does care about her. He's happy that she's going out I'm with this guy. I'm not saying like, he, he wouldn't care about her if he's questioning Edward or her boyfriend. I it's just, the opposite. It's like he's like happy that she's socialized. He's like, oh, you've got a boy in town you like. like you I know? just, I don't know. I feel Maybe like because he knows she's weird. so antisocial. That's what I think. I don't think it made sense, but. Fair enough. It did make sense at the end for prom because her dad blamed Edward for her um yeah accident. her dad and blamed the, edward then, for her and accident the, but then it's like oh that whole prom thing with tyler coming her dad and edward laughing and giggling and it's like that didn't make sense her no that didn't so make sense oh yeah it, like edward he and his good graces so quickly no because he would be mad because not only did she fall out of a window quote unquote while she was seeing edward but like she basically went to play baseball got in a big fight with her boyfriend yelled a bunch of traumatic stuff in her dad's face and left yeah. like charlie would not forgive edward that quickly yeah like, or How he could shouldn't you? have, is my thing. Yeah, yeah. Or not forgive, but like trust. Like, it's not like they had like a relationship before. 
Do you want to talk about the writing? I mean, I know we were kind of already saying some of it, but like her writing was really basic. I'm just going to go back to my fan fiction argument. I thought it was a beautiful story told in great detail. <laughs> I don't mean that. Too much detail in parts that were maybe unnecessary. But I mean, yes, it was basic enough. Some of the conversation, a bit cringy. I did think, again, that it was fast paced, but I was also reading it at breakneck speed because I had to. So I honestly I can't like- tell at this point if it was fast paced or if I was just reading it very fast. No, I thought the pace was okay, but I also think she described Bella as wearing jeans and a t-shirt at least eight times. Oh, every like, time. Like, we get it. Like, I got up that day. I put on my jeans and a and my, t-shirt. And my, fav- and my favorite t-shirt. And my favorite shirt, and it was a white t-shirt. But, like, Bella describes herself as having her parka for the rain, and, like, that just wouldn't work because parkas are usually, like, water-resistant because it's for snow. Like, she needs, like, a thick Gore-Tex rain jacket, and that detail bothered me from the get-out. So, clearly Stephanie Meyer did so, not do her research. Yeah, and then Bella's complaining about being wet. I'm like, yeah, you're wearing a fucking <laughs> snow jacket in the rain. Like, what are you doing, babe? Like I that bothered me throughout. Like as soon as she described it, I was like, "That's just my personal." Tell us you're Canadian without telling us. Canadian. <laughs> Canadians know how to dress for the weather. <laughs> Canadian alert, honestly. Well, I guess it makes sense. Like she said, she was coming from Phoenix, and like she, she didn't have a lot of the right clothing. I mean, yeah, I just it bothered me. I won't lie. Didn't have the one day that you guys had for reading but like honestly it felt so so to me like finished dra- chapter one was a drag i like took the book up oh. and i was like i can't keep reading this it hurts i would rather interesting love this book around while i have like 10 more stops 10 plus stops Dude, maybe it was worse because you were reading the physical because on a kindle it's just so easy to swipe that like i also yeah. i read faster on a kindle for sure especially if it's like a thicker book i like reading on a kindle because you just go like when you're holding a big fat book, you notice like, oh, I've just finished a chapter. I should yeah. put it down. Like yeah, literally yeah, yeah. on the Kindle, I you will just like swipe burn. It. Yeah. Like, and like I'm reading. It's not like I'm skimming. Yeah. You know? And I'm highlighting stuff. I mean, I was yeah. skimming at some point, so I was like, I can't. We're gonna skip here. We're I have to around. admit, again though, of the three of us, I think I was definitely the biggest fan of Twilight back Probably. in the day. And so, like, I feel like even though the, the writing's bad, right? Like, we can all agree. It was just very nostalgic. And Aww. so I was, I was like, kind of, like, happy to be reading it. I was like, oh, yeah. it's Twilight, you know? Like, yeah. so I didn't I think have that's that so drag true. at all. And, like, that's kind of, like, the point or, like, the idea of doing these rereads. Because there is that nostalgia that comes along with it. I did have a bit of nostalgia. And I did, again, like, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. So. Yep, fair enough. I think I was just more entertained by... It was funny. My, my, my thoughts of reading it now is someone at 27. I'm mm-hmm. just like, if I was reading this for the first time, I don't think I would have continued reading it. What it really highlighted for me was when I bought this book, my mom and I both read it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and she like, she like bought me the rest of the series. <laughs> did she read the rest of the series too? She did not read the rest of the series. Yeah. No. <laughs> it was basically like, like, like we were saying, everybody was reading them. And my mom yeah. wanted to see what all of the fuss yeah. was about. And like, I can't even imagine her just being like, oh God, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's so funny too. Cause I was talking to a girl in my class this morning because she's, she's like three years younger than us, but I guess she also read them around the time that they came out. And she was saying that when she was around nine years old, it was like a lot of people in her year were reading or watching or whatever Twilight. And I was like, that is young. I mean, we were young, but like that is young. Like these books, they are like high school slash maybe older. And it's very, very like romance heavy. I mean, mean, it's it's very toxic emotions heavy. I don't know if it's romance heavy. 
mean, like, it, it's. I mean, okay, they make a baby, but they also aren't like they don't go into detail. Like, no, like this first one. No, but like by romance, I don't mean spice. I literally mean like half of the words in this book are her being like, "I'm obsessed with you." Like, I which I guess I don't want to call that romance because I think it's so icky. But yes, you're so right. Enough. You know, yeah, we yeah, shouldn't yeah. give romance a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> she has a. On more often. Well, I guess we could just send in y'all like a link. Because, Listen, yeah. I'm a phone call away. <laughs> that makes me think of the fairy godmother. Yeah, yeah, I was referencing. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, here's me thinking of like Kim Possible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, call me, beep me. That works yeah. too. If you, <laughs> you want to reach, reach me. me. <laughs> you reach me I was thinking okay. of Shrek, though. Yeah. I. <laughs> uh, Shrek too, to be specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, with the fairy godmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not specifically Twilight. I would just like to say as a tangent that I hope I'm not the only teenager who like read the host, got to the cliffhanger, was like, oh my God, I can't wait for the sequel. You go to her website. She says sequel pending. I swear to God, it said sequel pending until like 2020. Like she's never releasing the sequel to the host. And I'm like, I I so forgot about that, but I read the host. Yeah, yeah. They like put her in a new body and then they get caught by the police. And it ends. How do you remember this stuff? Wait, can you grab my copy? It's It's been bothering me for a decade. Oh my God. Stephanie Meyer. We want answers. Okay, here's the thing though, is that the real truth of it is that periodically I've checked to see if a sequel is coming out, especially since she re-released Twilight and Edward's Pop. I was like, maybe it's Wait, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, yeah, she's got, it's called Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun. Oh, it's yes, Twilight yes, from Edward's perspective. Wait, and like, I read I, that? When did that come out? A couple years ago? I have not read it. Oh, I've got to be honest. It. I was like, I'm not interested in Edward's plot. <laughs> um, I feel like we should have read that to be to talk about this in, in the detail it deserves. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. Literally me earlier. It's like, well, we're only getting Bella's perspective. Yeah. <laughs> also me, I'm uninterested in Edward's perspective. <laughs> I don't know. This conversation seems unfinished now. (laughs) I would just like to thank you guys both so much for having me on. It's been a real pleasure chatting with you guys today. Oh, it was so fun having you on, Danielle. Um, I hope the audience really liked this diversity of conversation and thought that we got on here with you because it's true. Aisha and I are sometimes too similar, but also because we've like talked about books so often together that we now just like have similar thought ways. So I thought it was really refreshing to have you on here. This is a good like combination of my two different worlds because I talk to you, Danielle, a lot about books for hours and I talk to Julia also a lot about books. But now... You've switched them together, and it makes it easier to have one conversation at the same time. Yeah. Sorry, you know what that reminded me of? You know that TikTok meme that's like when you give your friend the phone to film you, and they're like filming you doing something cool, like a backflip or something, and then they're like, hooray! (laughs) (laughs) In the background. That's me. Listen, you always need a friend like that. All right. Well, as always, thank you so much for listening to us chat and we will talk to you guys next time. We want to thank you for joining us today and hope that you'll continue on this bookish journey with us. Don't forget to rate and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.